0: What's going on, everybody? Happy Bachelor recap. Oh, wait, what is it? What what fucking? Happened? Women tell all. Women tell all episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, great episode for you today. Uh, Lauren Zima, lover of, of Chris, roses Harrison,
1: and rose. Uh,
0: joins us. Uh, always fun to have Lauren here. Uh, she has been covering the Bachelor for some time. Very funny, very articulate, per- articulate person. The opposite of, That's of that. Uh, joins us, and we have uh, uh, some great disu- discussions about uh, obviously uh, our new Bachelorette Claire, which we'll get into. Um, we get more into uh, Madison and Peter's conversation about sex and and ultimatums.
1: You asked Lauren a couple tough questions too. I appreciated that. Uh,
0: thanks. I don't even remember what you they turned were. Turn the tables on yeah. her. Yeah, fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, so it is a it's a great episode. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, we'll we'll get right to it. Um, just want to say for those of you listening, obviously. Uh, We we appreciate our big bachelor audience, Uh, but just remember, we are in our 101st episode this is, which means we have 100 more before, many of which are not recap related that uh, some of our diehard fans uh, really appreciate. We do uh, our Ask Nick episodes on Monday. Uh, uh, Relationship and dating, people call in, share their stories, we give advice. It's very relatable stories. Uh, People learn a lot, I learn a lot, Rochelle learns a lot, it's a lot of fun. And we have some great interviews. Uh, on Wednesdays so uh, make sure to check those out uh, we would appreciate it we have a great episode on Wednesday tomorrow the lady gang joins us uh, the fun group and uh, yeah we just get into it so you're you're not going to want to miss that and one other thing um, we've been struggling with uh, identifying names of who our listeners are oh no someone called in I'm not called, called in they didn't call in they, they they comment on Instagram and I don't know what you what, what you people think listening but someone suggested we should say the Vile High Club, which is kind of catchy. It's catchy. So I don't know what the, they would call themselves. But we can be part, part of the... Hey, are you part of the Vile High Club? No? What do you think, Rochelle?
1: I thought we were Fi's. I feel like we just need to you decide. You could be VIFIs
0: part of the Vile High Club. <laughs> okay. No?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I feel like... I mean, yeah. I, it's not up to me, really. Yeah. But just, just throwing it out there. It's a suggestion. Um... Anyways, whatever. So yeah, make sure to check uh check out all our other episodes. Thanks for listening. Uh and without further ado, uh the talented and funny Lauren Zima. So funny. Warby Parker. Wow Shell, you are looking Ooh, hot in your you. Warby It's I like sexy your... and smart. Sophisticated. Plus, it's
1: blue light blocking, you know? That's
0: right. And tell you what, what do we do most of our times? I'm embarrassed to say I spent. Ten hours uh, on average on my phone this week. That, I use it for work. It's, I, I it's cannot believe
1: that that is true.
0: It's embar- I, anyways, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to fucking defend myself. Okay. but it's true. Okay. But yeah. it's uh, the 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 light that comes and radiates from our phones and our computers is not great for our eyes. Yeah. Uh, so I
1: got it. At, you can add it on to your glasses. So yeah. that's what I did with these. And then they just made everything really easy, so you can get the home try-ons mm-hmm. and you can see what sizes and when you're ordering and then you send it back also they have real brick and mortar stores you can go into oh uh,
0: yeah i have yeah i mean i got my i, I mean listen i don't wear uh, i don't need to wear glasses because oh, your of, fake i have, ones I have warby perfect parker? eyes yeah i have some warby parker uh, i mean i just went there's a there's they have a store in venice, in yeah. venice yeah and so i uh yeah, I just thought they look good on my face.
1: I just have to say, because I'm like a glasses freak, I just am uh, obsessed with glasses. Like the quality of Warby Parker for the price, you cannot cannot beat, beat it. it. You
0: can't. And also, Warby Parker it's just like a cool name.
1: The glasses start at ninety five dollars, including prescription lenses, and they have sunglasses, progressives, and blue light lenses available.
0: Anyways, try Warby Parker's free home try on program. Order five pairs of glasses to try at home for free for five days. There's no obligation to buy. Shipping is free and includes yeah. a prepaid return shipping label. Ha! Huh. That is ease, people. Try five pairs of glasses at home for free at warbyparker.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's warbyparker.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Hunter Killer! People, you need to get on the Hunter Killer game. I don't I mean, I... I know that you're not doing that many interesting things on dates and 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 game nights with your yeah. friends. And we have people calling in all the time like I need to do fun- something new and exciting with my boyfriend or girlfriend or my fiancé or husband. Well, yeah. fuck, man, Hunter in Color is super interesting, super fun. Uh it's not just like you get to really think and ask questions and it can lead to different debates and discussions and you can feel like you're accomplishing, accomplishing something with yeah. someone. So
1: it's an actual box that they send you yes. in the mail every month with real clues, real like uh, papers and documents that help you figure out and hunt that killer hmm It's a good gift for people who love, you know, murder podcasts, watching. Which is basically everybody. Everybody. <laughs> so it's a great gift
0: for everybody. Right now, just for our listeners, you can go to huntakiller.com slash V-I-A-L-L and use promo code V-I-A-L-L at checkout for 20% off your first box. Head to huntakiller.com slash V-I-A-L-L for 20% off and to show support for our podcast. Oh nice. Hauntedkiller.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Well, Claire is our bachelorette. <gasps> Lauren Zima. Thanks for coming.
2: Nick Fowle, thank you for having me. What a banner day for me to be here. It <laughs> yeah, really,
0: really worked out well.
2: We got our uh, new Bachelorette. We gotta talk Tell All. This is some good stuff.
0: Yeah, and you were at the Tell All.
2: <laughs> yes, sir, you I were. was. So can I, mean, I tell you what I do with those tell alls and I'm not joking? I bring Advil and I pass it out like long, party favors to the press. Day. It is it is so much yelling and so much yelling. I truly get a headache after. So I medicate.
0: You must. <laughs> well that's we'll we'll get to the tell all, but I think we need to discuss uh Claire being the new Bachelorette. I think Claire Bear. <laughs> excellent casting by ABC and Warner Brothers, uh and so on so many levels. It was a a, a great choice.
2: I am 100% behind this. I will I will reveal who my my top two hopefuls were. For bachelorette. Yes. Okay. I mean, we'd heard chatter about several people. I know. And um, Chris Harrison told me in interviews <laughs> that... Uh, I know. It's so weird to just say. But I really am. I'm citing my source here. He said that this was the biggest debate they'd had in years and years. That they went back and forth so much that they brought in so many people. Yeah, I,
0: I heard they brought in a ton.
2: Right. Yeah. And I think as fans, you can see why I don't think there were clear front runner choices from Peter season. No one was really rooting and rallying for anybody. We also don't know how it ends, but I still, it didn't seem obvious to me because there was so much fan criticism of how dramatic the women were if they were ready for marriage. But all that being said, I was really, really in when I started hearing, um, you know, potentially Tia. I think a lot of people were rooting for Tia. You want Tia, I was a fan of Tia, and I was I was also a huge fan of Claire, and I'm really happy with this. Uh,
0: yeah. Let's let's look at the, some of the other choices. Uh, Tia. I mean, I, I've never met Tia in person. I've heard she's a lovely person. Um, honestly, I just I love love all on uh, my listeners from the south, but I just need a break from the yalls. And, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I just like your God bless. Well, we're coming God up bless. Hannah Brown,
2: Hannah and, Ann, and Madison. I, just, I need
0: a fucking break from pageants and I just- I
2: don't think Tia was in the pageants.
0: She, maybe she wasn't in the pageant, okay. but she she had her like, uh, her condescending kind of like, uh, God blesses, you know, God know, okay. I mean, well, and know, like, Tia- I can't, I don't want to hear like this wow. kind of forced- so for you, pol- it's purely Colton. a
2: verbiage thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just need a break. I just need a break, and I love again. Love you guys. Love. I love a southern twang. I love a y'all. I well, do.
2: And I think I need a break. There are always pros and cons, right? I totally see what you're saying because I think it's just like how. Uh, like, statistically, it shows something like when we've had a Republican president for two years, right. it, it swings, you know? Okay, maybe we needed a swing away we from the South. I this, see your, what you're go saying. We need
0: to go this pendulum. We'll go back to you, I'm sure. I have no doubt. Maybe. And, like, the, like what's, what's Tia's storyline? Well, like, here's what I liked like about Tia. Like, a forced Tia. relationship with Colton?
2: Here's what I liked about Tia. We were coming off of frustration with younger women. Tia's in her late 20s. Okay. I liked that Tia's last relationship was outside of the franchise. Me too. It seemed real. Yeah, she did, I think she was moving to Nashville that, for that guy, ready to do that. I just felt if we're coming off a season of people being frustrated that the contestants allegedly weren't really there for love. I, when I interviewed Rob Mills, he kind of for the first time acknowledged, look, we got to be careful about people coming on the show for the Instagram thing. I'd never heard him say that in, a, wow. in an interview before. So well, I think she was... She was not somebody who had been moving to L.A. just to be part of the Instagram world and all that. She still okay. has a regular job.
0: Okay, calm. She's moving to Nashville. for That's like the... But it it's was the, for, it's the It's the Instagram hub of the South. Like, well, let's she's, not.
2: I think she'd been living a small town life and she just wanted to see a big city. I, I do I, think that I, was I think Tia is
0: wonderful as a person. Keep in mind, we're not talking about them as people. I've never met her right. in person. I've heard nice things. Well, you know but what? I, I like, do get yeah. like email solicitations from her like uh and I know it's not Tia doing it but like her uh it's funny I get these emails for like uh buy Tia's presets like really? I'm just saying like in Well no th-
2: everybody's got Listen, some I'm di- element, no
0: no 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 criticism I'm doing I'm just saying let's let's not pretend that Tia is somehow out of this influencer world
2: No 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 I don't think she is but I will say I just appreciated that she dated somebody outside of the world I think she really is looking for love in her life and I- I also think it's impossible to avoid the Instagram thing, even as much as I think Claire's above it. I mean, Claire has kept posting on Instagram. It's not as though she doesn't have an account. Claire's (laughs) not going to
0: be above it. I can't wait to see her FabFitFun ads. You know, like, I'm just saying, like, that's. But what I
2: like talking to you about it why I like discussing with you is I think you and I both look at it as, because a lot of people will tell me, well, who do you like? And I always say, it's not about that. It's about who you think is going to be a good television show.
0: Totally. And Claire is going to be awesome. And again, let's look at some, like Taysha was, a lot of people were clamoring for Taysha. Wonderful human being, beautiful, sweet, genuine, and nice, and way too measured to be the bachelorette. I mean, if you want to be in bed by 8.30, (laughs) pick Taysha. I mean, like, she's just, she... If you, when you watched her seasons, it was always like this very thought out. Like she couldn't decide between John Paul Jones and Derek. Now imagine like thirty dudes and constantly being worried about what people think. And that's I get it. Like, well, I it's just also, too measured.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. It's. I will say I look back at Tasha on Colton's season. I also think like do I remember moments, you know? And I I think Tasha is so kind, so lovely. Wonderful. But yeah, I don't remember significant moments with her from her in Colton season and so I think well if the TV wasn't popping then. Look, and at the end of the day, I trust these producers. They've been making the show for almost 2 decades and they've given us unbelievable seasons in the past couple of years. And I do think well on Colton season, they could have picked Tasha then, but they picked Hannah, so that's interesting to me too.
0: Yeah, I honestly think this is an excellent cast. And there were reports about, uh, you know, they offered it to Hannah, but she turned it down for money, which who knows? I mean, that's probably true. Um, But I think this is a mm -hmm. great, like, again...
1: Does, does Lauren know? Well, you know what? No,
2: I just, you know what I wondered for Hannah, too, was I think Hannah's season was unbelievable television, and it was a perfect storm of so many no, things. Can't Luke, replicate that. Oh, my God. Luke's storyline was, you know, so him and her were so fire and ice and yet so attracted to each other. Jed hid completely hid a girlfriend. Tyler Cameron was a legitimate <laughs> model. Peter Weber was <laughs> the boy next door with a good job. Mike Johnson was this beloved guy. The, the Her, everything she had to say, the cast was incredible. It was a perfect storm. She's now been on our TVs on Dancing with the Stars and on Peter's season. And then she would come back again. I did wonder, like, just for Hannah's sake, I felt will people turn? Will they just they would compare it to her time. season and be like, I'm yep. sick of her on my TV. And that's not fair to her.
0: Not even, but like, there's no, like she's at the top. And in that right. world, there's only one place to go. And again, this isn't a criticism to Hannah. Like, look at Claire. Like people have criticized Claire of the past because she's dramatic and people have called her crazy. And you know what? Maybe she is all those things. She's also just human, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Hannah Brown could have gotten the Claire edit for all these years. They could have thrown a raccoon in there and had to pretend <laughs> to talk to her. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that's not a criticism of Hannah. Do we
2: need to say for the people that it's quite obvious that Claire was speaking to a Two producer percent. and it yes. was edited to be a raccoon? Uh, Do we need to say that?
0: But like, she, we all know that. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> Hannah, Hannah Brown and Claire are similar in the sense, and that's why they like their bachelorettes, is to be willing to emote and be raw and authentic and speak their minds. And depending on what music they want to play in that moment, like, you can either look crazy or empowered, you know? And Hannah had the benefit, and I've said this over and over, of Luke P. Uh, and I hope for Claire's sake, I hope they cast a couple of absolute assholes.
2: That she can really shut down. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> Claire's
1: ready. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Was that I, true that they offered it to Hannah, though?
2: I don't know. I don't know the specific, I mean, I but I will say I think that From what Chris told me in that interview, there were a bunch of names tossed around. I think they met with a ton of people. I think they really were exploring all options here. And I think they were listening to fans who were saying, like Chris always says, you have to be careful. Sometimes the Twitterverse can feel loud and it doesn't represent everybody at home. But I do think they were hearing from people, look, some of these women on Peter's season were really, really young. And that doesn't mean you can't be mature at a young age. I I should say were really potentially inexperienced or are they really ready for marriage and are they really there for anything more than an Instagram following? So I think they were just hearing that. And look, Claire's going to get criticism for the fact that she's a single 38-year-old woman. You already see people saying, well, she's been on the show four times already and and so she's had her chance. And you know what? I think she's great TV and I think that I am excited to see a woman date some younger guys.
0: Yes. <laughs> totally. it would be a lot of fun. And... I think it was, listen, I think the show is doing a lot of smart things. I think it was great that they went so young for a couple of seasons. They got a new audience. They got a lot of new people totally. watching it. And they're still going to watch Claire, right? It's still going to be great TV, but you got the younger audience in. And now you're going to bring back some of these OG fans that like got a little frustrated with trying to relate to this, this younger audience, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it will go away a little bit from this influencer mentality, not entirely. It's never gonna cease, right. but it's gonna seem a little more real. The reality is, uh, the, the, the average person is getting married later in life. That's our society is doing that. And so instead of we're now going towards reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the show is going to like bring a lot. it feels almost like going to be a fresh new show a, a little, a little bit. Like we don't know necessarily what to expect. It will, they're kind of resetting. And I think it's going to seem a little more real.
2: Yeah. Well, and I love that it does always reflect, hopefully to some extent, the way relationships are now, how things are changing. And they have to just be honest about the Instagram culture because it's part of everything. But I, I am interested, like, look, here. here's what I think is kind of hard, too, is in different areas of our country, and there's different sex of people and types of people watching this show. Look, I, I went to school in Missouri. There are a lot of people who still get married in their early 20s there. So to some extent, this is real, and that's why I say I don't want to say that just because you're 23 doesn't mean you're not ready for marriage. That's not the case to me. It's about maturity, life experience, sure. and how you see your life going, but... You know what else is real? As you just said, people getting married later in life. And you know what else is real? Again, I would like to see a woman date some younger men. I'm excited to see some older guys here. Switch that up. But And maybe that'll mean for a really interesting Bachelor in Paradise, too. I would love to see 38-year-old Claire maybe date like a 28-year-old dude. and Let's see what happens. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, totally.
0: And that's the thing is like we really haven't seen this before. And that's what makes it fun and exciting. And again, to your point, of course, 23 year olds get married, you know, like, yeah, we but we, we get this all the time with the bachelor and mm-hmm. their, and their, and their casting. It's we different. just, we don't, they just never have gone this. And the bachelor, uh, implies is that like once, especially if you're the bachelorette, Lorette, once you're like over 32, you're ineligible to find love. Right. So, you know, it's nice that they are willing to give Claire a, a shot at the a lead role. And she has all the qualities of a great bachelorette.
2: Well, and it kind of goes back to what the show originally was when it first went on TV was this idea of you haven't been able to find love, and now here you really are. You know, that's one thing I've thought the past couple years, not even just Peter, but I mean, like... Gorgeous Joelle Fletcher who was I think 24, or 25 when she went on or whenever you've not yet had the struggles of not finding love. You're yeah. here because you're interested to find it but you haven't spent years struggling and it just hasn't worked out with with some of these people. But you know?
0: Jojo, I mean she was young but she she had been in some relationships and had right. experience but saying, you're right overall yeah. you're right I mean a lot of these you hear like Cassie went from living with in her sister's room to dating Colton right uh half these women are still living with their parents, and it says that's fine, but to you, you're like you haven't really had a lot of ups and downs. you haven't had the brad breakups mm-hmm. you 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 know I want to hear these sob stories, not about like you know what happened when you were like six or twelve, and, and yeah those are Sad stories, but I want to hear about you. Like when I was twenty eight, this mm-hmm. shit happened to me. Like you know, we do on our Ask Nick episodes, like these real life situations well, anyway, and trials and tribulations yes. with relationships. That's yeah. that's dating out there today.
2: What we've gotten to into more now, I think, is I, I was really noticing it watching Peter season with when he was talking to some of the women about <laughs> their their trauma in their upbringing is. Like, I don't know, your significant other can help you with some of that stuff, but they're not a therapist. And I think in your relationships, it's a lot easier to work out issues from past relationships than, you know, issues from deep issues from your childhood. (laughs) Like, you got to figure that stuff out on your own in order to come healthy into a relationship. You know, 27-year-old Peter is not here to explain to you how your, you know, bullying or whatever it is as a kid could affect you. Now, he's not equipped for that. So I'm interested to see that. And Nick, I have a very significant question for you. (gasps) Shoot! Do you just want to jump on the season?
0: <laughs> you no. Know? You I on. knew
2: he'd get. He wouldn't love that. But Nick, you how come know. you and Claire never dated? Were you were, were you ever on a season of anything together? I wasn't.
0: Yeah, you I got, I've met Claire a few times. Um, She's gorgeous, wonderful, wonderful person, total babe,
2: total babe. Okay. Um, Shipping it.
0: Jump in, Nick. You know who knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh
1: oh.
0: Never know. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think it's fantastic i'm really happy for claire and i think it was really smart of abc and warner brothers t- to do this we can always go and we'll go back young again yeah. right but it's you're gonna get three or four guys who don't even know what instagram how it works <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you are and you're gonna get some younger guys but you're gonna get less guys um and even you know uh, Hannah Brown's guys were like this, and it, that's nothing wrong with them that's just mm-hmm. the time we live in. These, mm-hmm. these people are growing up with like these channels and playbooks, and you're going to get legit guys who are working professionals and that will be kind of like to, like you said yeah. kind of going back to how it all started with and incorporating the new it's like you're meshing the old and the new.
2: Oh we love a meshing.
0: Yeah. And but we're
2: trying something new and the show's the gift that keeps on giving. Why not try something new? And then new?
0: like you said it's going to add an interesting wrinkle for paradise. It's going to be I like know. it's going to be like Raya a bunch of old guys and young girls you know I just out it. there. <laughs> I love it. It's going to be right imagine <laughs> Is all that these...
2: what Raya's like? I've never is been it? on Yeah. Is that, is that maybe what Maybe for is? you. Well,
0: a little bit um, <laughs> but no it's gonna be yeah it really opens the door for me in paradise <laughs> um, no I'm just kidding um, but Uh-oh. yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a, a little older and yeah. um,
1: they'll it- have real jobs maybe the guys
2: well and as you said I think we go back to Claire is good TV I mean, we've had moments with her. She shut down Juan Pablo. We've seen her get emotional and break down and cry. We've seen her uh, hilariously ream out a raccoon. She's given us a lot of different elements. She's been in love triangles before on Winter Games. She got engaged to Benoit. And I really do think those two really tried to make it work. I interviewed them at the Winter Games tell-all right after he proposed. And I saw them backstage, like, FaceTiming her mom. I mean, she was overjoyed in that moment.
0: You can't question Claire's sincerity. No. Right? Uh, You can question her judgment, but you can question all of our judgment. We all have bad pickers and like i said this not is not a criticism towards hannah brown but like uh the reasons we love hannah brown are the same reasons we've criticized claire in the past it's Mm -hmm. just a matter of perspective and it's just a matter of characters like you said in terms of who they were uh going against um i really hope like Claire needs a couple of total assholes, you know, (laughs) because that's the thing. Like uh, they're going to drive Claire. They're going to drive Claire crazy. Like the 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 pressure of being the lead is going to drive her crazy. And we'll see her go crazy like everyone else. And Claire, but we want, we want it to be justified. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to see that. We don't want to see her talking to raccoons. You know, that was fun. (laughs) But now we want to see. Like I level the le- I want to see her growth, her maturity. Now that she's older and more polished and wise, and knows what she doesn't want and, and what she wants, uh, but she's still going to be Claire.
2: Yeah. Was there know? anybody else you were pulling for?
0: Honestly, I, I really was like I really wasn't. That was a yeah. thing. And I didn't think about Claire. You know, it wasn't it wasn't on my radar. And Same. then I started hearing the rumors, and I was like, you know what? Fuck yeah, that's, <laughs> that's well, Nick, a great idea. You want a demi. I wanna, yeah, the only person I thought oh. of was Demi, but like she's a Fred and I think she's great TV, but uh, uh, you know, Mina was on and she kind of sug- like I, well, Demi's also in a relationship now, mm-hmm. but also like, I don't know if Demi's necessarily ready to uh, get engaged in the next six months. And um, that might've been comp. I do think Claire's a better cast than Demi. It, Claire wasn't on my radar. I wasn't same. even thinking about it.
2: No, same. And that's, I love it. I didn't it. think it they were gonna go far
0: back. I mean, I think Mana Staten could have been an option. Um, you know, similar to like what you know, what what is Amanda Staten? Kind of has a, a nice little resume and a story of mm-hmm. of unlucky in love. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I didn't even consider Amanda until they considered Claire, and I would have picked Claire over Amanda.
2: I love being surprised, and I love that this doesn't feel like the Ari throwback moment of the who, what, <laughs> why. This feels like a throwback of oh. I do remember her from Winter Games. I do remember these famous moments she had with Juan Pablo, with the raccoon. And, you know, again, when I'm going back and looking at I sat down with her before Winter Games started filming and I went back and watched my interview. It was from early 2018. And she was saying very similar things to what she said on um, Good Morning America for the announcement. She was saying, like, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with being single I've enjoyed being single and I haven't settled for anything. Yeah. And so here we are, Claire. Let's go, Claire.
0: We're we're excited. We'll be uh we'll be supporting Claire. Uh, throughout, unless she fucks up, no. Um, <laughs> Claire no, Bear I'm, 2020. I'm, I'm really, really happy for her, and I think it's going to be a really exciting season, and if you are uh, frustrated at this casting and you're listening, I think you should go uh, go listen to us. Yes, yes. We're yes, right. Yes. Have an open <laughs> mind. Um, Send
2: us all your tweets.
0: And, and enjoy it. And again, like just because they didn't pick you know Tasha or Tia doesn't mean they're not great people. Well, um, you know what I love
2: about this, too, is, I mean, I was sitting here saying, I like Tia. Now, I don't know. Maybe in two, three years, we get Tia. Anything can happen
0: you never know you Anything never know can happen. i just you know tia to me would have been a kind of more in the same just a slightly older version mm-hmm. you know but claire is a totally different shift in what we've seen in a, in the past few seasons
2: here we go here
0: we go well let's transition to the episode <laughs> um we start this episode obviously with a row ceremony um do you want to, before we even get started on that, do you want to speak your piece on uh, the accusations that you spoiled this oh season? Oh my
2: goodness. I know. It's all about inflection, isn't it? You know, and I actually <laughs> even, I interviewed, so if anybody missed it, I sent out a tweet where I, I've i been kind of critiquing Peter all season long playfully because he makes these big sweeping statements, right? You guys have heard them. You've talked yeah. about them. It's, mm-hmm. He says, Hannah Ann is the most perfect woman. Uh, I never want to let go of Madison. I, and I'm, I'm like, okay, how then, how are you making a 100% statement like that? And that's not just the person then and there for you. He's the
0: perfect bachelor. (laughs) What what do you think of Peter as the bachelor?
2: I think that Peter is such a lovely human being with such a good heart. And he's gotten so emotional and you see the emotion. I keep calling him sad Peter. I mean, the faces he's making. Um, I do think that Peter struggled with indecisiveness. And I think... You know what? I'm really going to get analytical for a second here. And I would say this to Peter. I've wondered if, because Peter is so close with his family, I've wondered if Peter struggled making decisions out here on his own in the Bachelor no, world, I totally agree. you know? No. I think he probably goes back to mom and dad for a lot. And he struggled with that here. And we've seen that. And um, I think that he's also a caretaker. And so he's kept around really problematic relationships because he thinks that fixing things are is good. And we all grow up hearing relationships are hard, right? But that doesn't mean... They should always be hard. It just means they can be. And I don't know if he knows that distinction
0: yet. Totally. I I love Peter. I've been very defensive of Peter. We've had him on the show. He's not without criticism. Right. Uh, But there's there's no arguing that if you live with your parents at 28, you haven't literally been out of the nest and you're going to lack certain experiences and troubled and, and, and just problems. And conflict resolution that you might have to do on your own—that's mm-hmm. just a fact, right? Not a criticism. Did
2: you? I can't remember. Did you ever say? Because look, I know it's hard for the lead because you have to assure people and you have yeah. to try to convey your feelings without. Sure. So, did you ever say stuff along that line? I can't remember from your seat. I would say
0: the one of the biggest difference between Peter and, and me is the Bachelor is Peter is just like drinking the Bachelor. Cool. He's like yeah. he's fully immersed himself in this role and a true believer, and I immerse myself in the role. But I was, I had a level of consciousness outside of that world. And you know, I Peter didn't, P- Peter had his heart broken by Hannah. So there's no, like he certainly can relate to that. And that was real. I was just so self-conscious about my experiences being a runner up twice and, mm-hmm. and what I felt those, and that heartbreak in those moments was real. So I was very careful. And again, uh, it seems like Peter is truly struggling with his choices. I wasn't struggling with my choices especially you towards the end. You were a little more,
2: end. and you were measured in what you were I saying. I was
0: measured. So everything I said to Raven and Rachel was very thought out yeah. and very careful. Now, I certainly said some things that led them on, you know, like with Raven, I was like, so what ring would you like? That was that was a total line and totally like planted, to, like just make sure that she still thought she might. And that was a dick move as the bachelor, but you kind of have to do, but I, there were so many other things I just didn't say that I didn't want her yeah. to really think of because there were things that like Andy and Caitlin said to me, like even off camera that was like, why did you fucking say that to me? Like, why? Like what? It's just stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm I love you say. and like, <laughs> I'm going to pick you. I mean, stuff like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. You were being told you were going to be chosen?
0: uh
2: Caitlin, yeah. She said, I'm going to pick you? Uh, off camera,
0: you? Yeah. She was like talking about what her th- what her friends were gonna say when the show's over. We're, like, did you
2: ever talk to her about that again? That does a little seem bit. Painful. Yeah, I mean, listen,
0: we've we, it's it's yeah. fine, but like Caitlyn was, it's hard, it's so hard being the Bachelorette yeah. and the Bachelor, and it's it it's uh, you can criticize them, but it's everyone has their own experience, and it's but yes, it's uh, Andy never told me I was it, but okay. like she said, she she's said other things that, that was, was I was like oh, I could have could have done without that you
2: know <laughs> you know what sometimes it's better to say nothing at all
0: <laughs> uh, grub hub uh, i'll tell you what i'm a i'm a hard worker i'm also super lazy sometimes
1: i'm so lazy <laughs>
0: and there is nothing better than like what do i want to eat i don't know what i want to eat what should i eat and like Ugh. and because you know i'm single and i'm a ser- single serving guy I go to the grocery store often. Like I don't buy groceries for the week. I know. then I get lazy and I don't want to get in the car and go to the grocery store. You know what I do? I just Grubhub that shit.
1: Yeah. Grubhub is great because... By shit, I mean delicious food. (laughs) A lot of time, they're going to offer you discounts and like even free food just for using the app. I was at um, a game night the other night, and everyone's like, we should have pizza. And I was like, I got Grub it. Hub. And I was the hero. Uh, and yeah, I
0: you're a hero. Yeah. Uh, they delivered me donuts on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Grubhub did. It was delicious. Yeah, um, and they
1: have so many different restaurants on there, and
0: it's just a, a good app. So, yeah, Grubhub people, be heroes. Just for our listeners, if you download the Grubhub app and enter promo code VIALL, you'll get $10 off any new dinner that's $15 or more for new diners that's promo code viall for ten dollars off any order of fifteen dollars or more for new diners Duh. so download the grubhub app today and use promo code viall to enjoy the restaurants you love delivered and be a hero but yeah peter <laughs> is this full-on like fuck it i'm the bachelor and this is how i feel in this moment he has a very caitlin approach where went, caitlin was very yeah. in the moment
2: and it's on camera and I and I see him. You're right. It's in the moment. I mean, he says to Hannah Ann, I forget when, but I think he said to her at one point, you have nothing to worry about.
1: And I'm like,
0: Totally, what? right? I'm, I'm like, what the, what the fuck? She like, doesn't. What do you
1: mean? Even Victoria, she's mean? like, I have a wallop. He's like, no need for that. Right. Yeah. So, and it's, and it's these
2: absolutes. It's insane. So I've been, you know, kind of teasing him about it all season long because it's so extreme. I call them. I'm like, it's a big plane. That's a 747 statement, Peter. Jeez, you know? And so I have nothing I- to
0: worry about. And then fast forward to Madison and he's just like holding her saying, I'll never, oh, I'll whatever. never let go. I never, yeah. I
2: never and my, okay, but are you going to let go? You have like two other dates to get to. So, I don't know. So, it's insane to me. So, I've been teasing him and then I tweeted, you know, how do you not pick Hannah and then after you just called her the most perfect woman in the world? So, I meant literally, like why don't you pull a Colton? You walk away then and there. I even said it to him at the Tell All. I interviewed him and I said, "Hey Peter, you keep making these statements. How do you not just pick Hannah?" Ann? And so that's what I meant. But people read it as like he doesn't Pick Hannah Ann at the end of filming. I well, think, you deleted so, it too, and well, that was, and that was, that was kind of. And you know what then that was? That makes
0: it seem like you're trying to hide something. I
2: know, <laughs> and that was my own, my comedic ego, because truly, I was looking at it and I was like,
0: I can this write something right. funnier. This it's not. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I
2: my 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 linguistics could be better and I wanted it to be better. So I'm like, I'll just delete it and rewrite it real quick. And so I tweeted a similar joke, but like different, but then people took it differently. I think people are so hungry this season because it's the first unspoiled season in a while. Like I interviewed Chris the other day and he said, well, at this point we got like three, four women left and everyone was like four women who were the, and I, I mean, he he meant. I don't know. I think he, you know. He's like, we got three, four. What? Oh, we're gonna see. I don't know.
0: So we're gonna see. So Peter sends home Victoria F. Um,
2: were you surprised?
0: No. I mean, everyone's kind of expecting that. You were surprised. I mean, the only no, the only wasn't. surprise was, was Madison going to go home or not? But they obviously like overplayed that and made it seem like, you know, she was always going to show up. They, you know, they show Peter standing by himself and it almost looks like he's about to walk over to uh, right. Victoria F. And, and Hannah Ann. But like he was just like standing in a spot right. for an hour while they, <laughs> <laughs> while they shot B-roll. Um, no, I wasn't really surprised. I mean like his connection with Madison is seems second to none. And even I, I I still, I'm still saying Hannah Ann's going to win. Okay. I mean, like Peter, the way he talks about Victoria in the moment, he, I believe him, but like, yes, we haven't seen, we've seen the struggle and we can, and we've talked about how like we can appreciate it. Certainly I can, why Peter's kept Victoria F around because like that was me in my twenties and like trying to fix every like toxic relationship I had. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, like he still had these other women that he had, these other women he had strong connections with. So I wasn't shocked.
2: I think his no, I wasn't either. And I think that you know we've criticized him for his indecisiveness and for the stuff with Victoria F. But okay, he he finally did it. Now, what do you think of people saying, "Oh, but he held on to fantasies until fantasy suites
0: are over"? I mean, whatever. <laughs> like.
1: It's hard.
2: I, I think get- that's just a
0: fun snark we like yeah. to say. It also might be true. And also like, and, and that's a nice transition to the whole Madison um, waiting for sex. And mm-hmm. the. I know you got some criticism oh, too. Yes. Like, listen, what Madison did was 100% an ultimatum. And I 100% am fine with that.
2: Same. That's my thing. I think people keep in- thinking that an ultimatum is inherently negative, And it's just by definition not. It's just saying, if you do this, this will happen. If you don't do this, this totally. won't happen, whatever. That's all it is. And I support being very clear in a relationship. And my issue with Madison was look, and again, people take it so personally you're slamming her, you're throwing her under the bus. No, I don't even know her. And she's been, she's seemingly been very unproblematic to all the other women. I'm sure she's really lovely. Um, I'm excited to meet her and interview her. But I'm going to criticize everybody when I and call it like I see it. I think that she.
0: She's she's gained a small, uh, like uh, Auburn army and she. They're they're loud, yes. Buy some followers.
2: Uh, I think that it was interesting to me that she accepted the Fantasy Sweet Rose and then she was going to tell Peter this stuff. I I think she should have been upfront with him about a lot more, probably a lot sooner.
0: I'm uh, very defensive of Madison for that criticism. For the
2: timing. Uh, People. Tell me.
0: Well, you may or may not know this um, um, from your um, your lover. <laughs> I just love saying that to you. Um, but when it comes to timing on that show, for so many reasons, the, the cast have very little say. Uh, timing in which they decide to actually say something. It's very structured. And certainly the timing in which things are aired uh, is often... I I'm not saying that didn't happen when it right. happened. I'm simply saying... You're questioning. When it comes to timing... Okay. Uh, they ha- Producers are, are very influential. Okay. Uh, and I hear whatever. you.
2: You have more experience being on the And I show also don't even...
0: I, do. <laughs> I don't even care because like unless... Peter's not an idiot. It was pretty fucking clear what Madison was saying. And yeah. you know what? Uh, uh, Vanessa wasn't a virgin. She wasn't saving herself. Uh, sh- she didn't give me an ultimatum, but it was. I was... I understood pretty clear that Vanessa didn't want me to have sex with anyone else and the Mm -hmm. consequences that might uh, happen if I did. And I didn't, she didn't have to pull me aside. It was pretty clear. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, you know what I'm saying? Like this whole idea, like, well, had, had she told Peter, then Peter might make different decisions. I don't think so. It was pretty clear that Peter was going to do what Peter was going to do. She said, and
2: I quote, actions speak louder than words. And then he took action.
0: (laughs) And, And Madison did what we've all done in relationships is I don't want to tell you what to do. I want you to do it. I want you to want to do the dishes. You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: Yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of gray area here. I think also what's complicated on Peter's end is he's sitting here saying, but you, like, I mean, from what we've seen, she hadn't said I love you to him. She hadn't told him that. I also think the sex part of it is interesting because part of me wonders, well, for anybody, man, woman, whoever you are on this show, do you ever feel like Look, I maybe I'm going to walk away if you've said I love you to anyone else. Like, I don't know, like the emotional pain versus the sexual betrayal, you know? We've all done yeah. that.
0: And like I said and I did this kind of online rant, is that like I just I'm I get it, viewers. I understand we, you you've been watching the show and you know these rules, but for the people who go on the show, they don't know what they signed up for. It is an insane well, yeah. it's an insane experience. And the truth is, for all the criticism we talk about people in terms of like whether they're genuine in their feelings or whether they're for Instagram followers, if you are someone who goes on the show, and it doesn't, not everyone who goes has the same experience, but if you truly have real feelings and fall in love, then you don't give, about the sh- give a shit about the show anymore. You're trying to have a real experience, and you're trying to say, well, I'm considering getting engaged with this person I barely know in nine weeks, and if I do, I'm going to be engaged in a real world and maybe live with them. So like, I'm going to, I don't give a shit about the show. I don't, this is all, it all becomes so fucking stupid to you uh, that you don't care. Mm. And that's just what Madison is, is how, that's how she's reacting. And it's, she's no different than everyone else who's ever been on the show.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, th- I think like, I mean, people were also, yeah, it was the ultimatum thing. At the end of the day, I just think it was an ultimatum. And I will say. It was. I don't feel that I know Madison as well as I want to. And I feel that way with most of the women this season. Like I don't even with Luke. Okay. And people were comparing Madison and Luke. Luke was saying to Hannah, and I don't think they're the same. I think they're very different. But if we're talking just ultimatums, Luke was saying to Hannah, though, like I came on this show because I was like drawn to you and compelled to come on this show, even though my morals don't really align with the parameters and format of this show. I don't know the reasoning for Madison and that's like a question for me and I don't know if it's wound up on the editing room floor.
0: Why she decided to even come?
2: I've never heard her say I fell in love with you watching Hannah's season. I know you're the four windmill guy and that's not my life but I'm overpowered by it. So that's like a question I have. She
0: came to go on be on like every person who goes on the show (laughs) goes for the experience whether that's Instagram followers now they just go for the show. Like no again when you you know you signed up for we're not like no, 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 The producers don't just be like, do you, do you know exactly what you're supposed to do? Do you know that... No, they're just like, do you want to come on? Are you open <laughs> to this? Just be o-. That's it. Like, there's not this, like, you know, like... I know, I think... There's not like we have to swear in blood there... that we have to be okay with the process. Right. It's just like you say yes to a neat experience. That's it. Yeah, but when
2: she was saying... Look, I've had to say I, I've had to look away. I, I don't like a guy kissing other women. I was just thinking, but babe, that happens from night one on. And maybe she just sort of meant it affected her more than she thought it would. Maybe that was what she was saying. And when she said to Peter, "I don't want to be um, whatever the word was," criticized for my beliefs or something, I didn't think Peter was criticizing her. So it was it was a con- it was a lot of gray area. Communication has been a struggle, and I've even had a hard time totally understanding where people are coming from when I'm watching these conversations. Yeah, I,
0: I I actually thought. <laughs> As, as much as they could, Peter and Madison handled themselves well in that mm-hmm. moment. And I agree with you. Like, Peter wasn't criticizing her. I think she was just more speaking in general. She's trying to explain. About, like, her points of mm-hmm. view and the fact that she has a hard time watching Peter kiss women. Again, every single person in her shoes, every season before her, has felt that way. Yeah. Every single. And we're only talking about this because the show decided to make this about sex. That's it. If, if, if. If it was relevant in other seasons, they would talk about it. And if if the lead every season admitted yeah. that they had sex with someone else, these outcomes might go chaos. very chaos. chaos. Well, very and it's been
2: so confusing too because we got so little Madison for so long, and then all of us, you know what I mean? She was barely in episodes. It, well, she's
0: very measured and very safe, yeah. and, you know. But now, and that's so, why I liked it. I felt like i got to know Madison more than any in any other moment. But look, ultimatums aside. She came back. She did come back. <laughs> and now I'm gonna pivot to criticize she Madison. She kind
1: of was giving him a little bit of grief though.
0: Now I'm gonna pivot to criticize Madison. It's like you're not know Madison, you spoke your spe your, you 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 spoke how you felt, your peace, whatever. You know, but if you want to stick around now, like shut up
2: and like, just
0: don't be the person like we, and we, again, we do this. Like if you get cheated on or someone wrongs, you'd be like, you just hang it over their head the whole time. It's like, now you need to decide whether you can accept this or move on. Like, don't stick around and like just shame Peter oh, with every look you give him, she because that's like that's just like she ugh.
2: Wanted to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Have we ever seen a lead offer a rose? Have someone say yes, and then the response Are go, sure? "Are you sure?" <laughs> Are you sure?
1: And then the heartbeat
2: in sure? the mic. Oh,
0: that was. I mean, I, mean, I think Could if I imagine I'm, being Hannah Ann in that moment, fuck. Oh. Oh.
2: Poor Hannah Ann. She just started crying. That poor girl. She's just been. She's cried at moments when I didn't expect her to cry. I think she's just so like, dear Lord, help me. It's
0: like, <laughs> Hannah, Hannah Ann is happening. just like, I'm. I'm, I'm. Like, no, because she is. she's She. I've said this all along. I think she's. uh People criticize Hannah Ann for not being smart because she's a model and pretty, and she doesn't. And again, I'm not saying she's Albert Einstein, but I think she's. A sharp little cookie, you know? And I think she thinks about what she needs to say and she's figured Peter out and she's just like, I'm just doing, I'm just sucking it up and I'm just doing what I fucking have to do and I want some fucking credit, man.
2: Peter, I'm here to validate you. I'm here to reassure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and just like, she's just watching Peter and Hannah, this I mean, Madison just having like this, acting like she's not even there.
2: Uh, it's, it, I just, I mean, I think that that scene was so concise I, I think I've memorized the exchange I think <laughs> Just it was do it for us Madison <laughs> will you accept this rose silence silence <laughs> yeah silence are you sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I did some what? shit <laughs>
2: what I, I I'm I was overwhelmed by this. It was great television. I mean, I said things were literally falling apart. At one point, the wind blew the petals off the rose. Like, things are falling apart. But how did you feel? I really want your opinion, Nick, on, okay, she gave the ultimatum, and then she came back. Like,
0: well, what does that say? I, I, it's, that is confusing because, I mean, I understand the moment, but I'm curious, and we don't know. We assume that when when Madison left that dinner table that was the first time they've seen each other since so i assume that to be true it makes no sense they wouldn't talk it out in the fantasy suite like re- that of all the times just like yeah clearly you you're, that you're not gonna to have discuss. sex but go behind yes. camera and be like what the fuck like you know like whatever you know like and they didn't have that i assume so it, that's very awkward that peter is operating with like the The night in which you really try to have some like yeah. real conversations, be like, hey, by the way, what is your favorite color? Because we don't talk about that on these dates. Like, I
2: do think that what Peter... What is your favorite food? I think with both Peter and Madison and Peter and Victoria F., he has held on to very initial connections. And yeah. how well does he really know either of them? I'm not saying there isn't good stuff there, but how how developed is the relationship really? I would maybe say that Hannah Anne, and him have the most developed relationship at this
0: point. Totally. Um, no, again, and this is where Peter's immaturity comes out in that he... We've. I've been there, you know. Matt, he fucked up, quote unquote, in his eyes. Madison has made him Peter feel like he's fucked up, and that's where I don't agree with Madison. Right? She's now. Now she's kind of shaming him with this like attitude and behavior post. Like I'm. I'm Team Madison up into mm. like showing how she's feeling, and now I'm like, all right, Madison, like lock it up. Like you now, you're shaming him, and that's not necessarily okay. And so Peter is thinking. I'm gonna fu- like if I, I I relate to Peter right now in this moment because I'm just like I'll fix this I, I fucked <laughs> yeah. up I'll fix this like put this on me and I, we've all been there and I know what Peter's thinking in this moment so yeah he's he's making decisions based on all the wrong information and all the wrong reasons if you will uh-huh. uh, trying to like be the romantic that he he want he's always believed he can be
2: I, I, we're at such an interesting place right now because I feel like and Chris has been saying in some of the interviews he's done, like across the board, it's almost like the season is like, like we're, you could jump in right now. I feel like, and have not seen a lot of the season and just be watching. Okay. Now we're down to the, and K- everything off. is happening. Yeah. I mean, everything is about to happen. I, I think Peter's parents coming in now are going to like play a huge factor in everything. Yeah. And I'm was so interested in the teaser when we saw, they seem to have issues with both Hannah and, and Madison. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, who's Barb crying about,
0: <laughs> uh, you know, if, if, if I, 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 I said what I said, I, I think Hannah going to win, but if, if I were watching this and the show didn't end in November and seemingly uh, the what Peter said about no one's able to spoil it and, and, and Chris teasing mm-hmm. like Peter doesn't even know how this ends yet. Right. It what would, does that mean? It would make me like my only explanation. And I don't think this is the case because it's been so long that we would see it. Um uh, that Peter got someone pregnant. Like it would almost, <laughs> it almost, it reads as if, and like, and I I literally was like watching it thinking, well, oh shit, if he had sex with Hannah Ann, the first fantasy, doing suite, some are there math. enough days to go by for her to like think she's pregnant, take a pregnancy test? I don't think that's possible in a week and a half. I mean, you guys are, you, the women are the experts no,
2: here. No, I, th- I think, I don't no. think a weekend. Yeah. No, no, no. So
0: like, I'm like, because that, that all I love that you up. think that it could be in a week. <laughs> I don't, I don't, but I was just like, is this possible? Because that would make sense. Like all of a sudden, like he's gonna pick Madison he's yeah. like fuck it I'm gonna pick Madison Hannah's like dude I'm pregnant and he's just like I'm so so sorry to Madison but I gotta go do this like dad thing you know like
2: well if I'm just doing a different type of math which is uh interview <laughs> math okay so I've talked to Chris I've talked interviewed done a phone with Rob Mills about it interviewed Peter right I just interviewed him at the tell-all and yeah Chris says in the tell-all um even our bachelor doesn't know how his season ends yeah and then I asked Peter about that and of course Peter doesn't really know what to say he's like well maybe I don't I'm like well do you or don't he's like I don't know you know he's just teasing it but don't you think that that must mean so when I interviewed Rob Mills he said well look what we've really found on this show is that the live finale is where so much happens you mm-hmm. know you look at Hannah's season when we learn more show's about what happened going show's you still going about this so doesn't show. that just yeah. something something must still be going maybe,
0: on maybe, maybe it's all a big tease but I don't know I was texting with one of the very important producers and I was, was just like I was just show. like I would love to was have it Chris the, Harris uh, no <laughs>
2: Are you guys texting a lot? Uh-oh. Uh oh, Dallas. <laughs> it wasn't
0: Chris, and you know they—they like they don't tell me anything. Like I'm not like red in. They don't like I'm I'm an outsider, right. I'm, I'm part of the press, if you will, with the podcast. But I have, still have relationships with them. And I was like, hey, I would love to have the runner-up on this mm-hmm. podcast as soon as possible. And they're like, well, we don't know who that is yet, kind of thing. And I honestly think they were just fucking with me. But th- th- the 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 theme of like you got to watch the live show because this is when it's all going to happen. And that might be true. Well,
2: and with a season like this, where Peter's quote unquote front runner has seemed borderline impossible to discern episode to episode, it wouldn't surprise me if there was still a lot to figure out. And, and we still don't know what this big reveal he gets in the end, you know, like the, the thing that makes him almost pass out. So what is that? How much did that yeah. change the game? Literally at, at the end? It, I don't it know. have
0: me believing that we really need to watch this live show because we really don't. 100%. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm I'm here for it.
2: Yeah. Well, and again, like our I mean, even Ari's season. Okay, he picked one woman, and then you know, then that ending with Beck. I don't I don't know. Anything can happen. So I'm on the edge of my seat. You really
1: not know, Lauren. I
2: really don't know. Really? You no. Know, well, I, and I, I've said this before. Look, here's the honest truth. Before Chris and I started dating, I've always been a member of the press covering the show. So we I we do things like. Entertainment Tonight and other outlets, we get uh, we cover dates. That's where I first met Nick, interviewing him at his photo shoot or at his date. And we agreed to not reveal some of that stuff. So I've always known a little bit more because we're covering it. But then also... I don't want to know the end because I enjoy oh,
0: is, the show. This has been my favorite. Like <laughs> covering it is because I don't know. I, I want to watch and I, it, and I get yeah. spoiled, not trying to be spoiled. And this has been a ton of fun. Right, like it's, I'm I'm authentically spitballing with you two, trying to figure it out because I have no fucking. No, clue. I
2: want to watch it. I want to be able to ask the questions that fans want to know the answers to. So I want to be in the moment. And again, I don't. For all, literally, it wouldn't surprise me either if like for everything that seems to be happening, because I've interviewed Peter at all these different points during the season before, uh, right after it ended, a little bit after it ended. And his like he said some things the same, but his tones also changed, whatever. I'm just like... For all we know, whatever it is yesterday could be different today. The finale's next week and it's live, so I don't know. No, and, and,
0: and the fact, when Peter was just like, no one's gonna f- spoil it, I was like, all right, buddy, calm down, like you rookie. You right,
2: know, okay. You're, rookie. You're like, listen, I've been on the show he, a couple
0: of times. He showed us. Um, well, let's finally get to the tell-all. Okay, sure. <laughs> By
2: the way, didn't you feel... Well, I felt like I loved and they've done this before, but I loved that these bits of the actual show were mixed in with the tell all because after this season, after every woman took a villainous turn, I got to be honest, this was not the tell all I've been looking forward to. My
0: favorite moment of the tell all was when they introduced the women, because like every season you have a handful of fan favorites and they'll go through like,
2: and they'll get cheers
0: and and then like the last three, there's some real big ones. Not this time. Nothing. It was all just.
2: Yeah. I know. No
0: one got any real cheers. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, it was a tell-all. I think for me, some of the winners were Kelly. Uh, not. I'm, I'm sorry. Kelly wasn't <laughs> there. Kelly, Kelly, Kelly wasn't Kelly there. Was not there. Kelly was also, not there. Also, probably a winner. Uh, do you have <laughs> any? Do you have any dirt on why Kelly wasn't there?
2: No, all that I've seen is I know she was just DMing tons of people who were asking her, why weren't you there? And Kelly was saying, I'm not invited. Yeah. I don't know. We weren't, I, we were asking there yeah. we, we were uh, not.
0: I am answers. curious. I yeah. was disappointed. It's clearly wasn't an accident. She was clearly not invited uh, for whatever. There was a reason. I don't know why. Um, I don't know. Alea for I was meant to lay. Alea's a, for me I thought Alea well, was thought a winner. I thought you
2: meant to say Kelsey because no you I thought Kelsey you accidentally was, said Kelly instead yeah. of Alea. I think Kelly. <laughs> not even
0: close. Well, here are my winners. My winners were Peter cuz I thought Peter handed himself well. He he's like, "Listen, I've He owned I, it. I own I'm with criticism, but he's also like again, he is trying to find love that's like it's not supposed to be clean it is messy." I thought Kelsey was a winner. She showed self-awareness and like, "Listen, yeah, I and she defended herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alea, once again, was like a winner with people attacking her for what... Like,
2: Well, you and I, I think, were in a small boat of people who, from those episodes, were like, why what is she, everyone coming yeah. after this and woman? Then, like, what has she really big done Big loser
0: with? for me was, once again, Sydney. It was just like, yeah. when she was just like, I don't know, there's something about this girl. Like, I was like, are you going to shake her girl? in an alley? Like, Yeah, it was what just, does that
2: mean? I know. She just...
0: It was just like the, the guy... In, like, when guys didn't like me in Caitlin's season, my guy intuition says he's a... B-. Like, fuck you. Like... <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then like, here's a layout, and I love it when people go on tell all and say like, "I'm this annoying in real life." Like, <laughs> yes. it was just like a very like all that I'm looking for, her for saying that. Yes, yeah. all
2: that I'm looking for to tell all truly is for people to own their stuff, own what you did, own who you are, and then, if necessary, apologize for it. And. Be able to laugh at yourself a little bit. It's a reality show at the end of the day, guys. And I felt that some people were able to do that. Some people were not. Tammy. I think Tammy should have owned some of her stuff Tammy, more.
0: Tammy was a loser.
2: Loser. I'm really, and the, what's weird is like when I interviewed her, I really liked Tammy in the yeah, interviewer. I'm Everyone sure she liked she's super her. Super cool. Yeah, but like I didn't, I never thought it was okay that she, she accused... She doubled down
0: and was just like. Ugh. And
2: for you to say that somebody has alcoholic tendencies and she was so adamant Well, I didn't say she's an alcoholic Uh, it's
0: pretty much the same
2: thing and this is on a national television show and you really don't know this person and that's a major accusation to make and like I'm not okay with that and it's hard because again I interviewed Tammy after she's very enjoyable in person so I don't know these two Tammy. she seemed
0: like a cool hang but yes she doubled down and like it was kind of weird uh, Biggest winner for me, Victoria. F. Victoria,
2: freaking F. Yeah, I was sitting there, and so we're at we're in the press room at the taping, right? And we're just watching it, it happen. And I, yeah, I got to give a shout out to Chris Harrison because he was saying everything that I think was on all of our minds, and asking her all the questions I wanted, and just sitting there and saying, "Where was this woman?" And I don't know what happened in between the season and now. I mean,
0: well, one, she probably. Uh, had five months to like to think reflect. about it, to watch it, uh, prepare, pre- prepare to assume some of the questions she might get asked. I mean, people have given me some shit for playing Devil's Advocate. I've criticized Victoria F on the show, but I say she's hot once in the beginning of the season. Everyone's like, "Oh, Nick's to Like, not burying her. Like, I just don't, I don't want to bury all these people like she's been beaten up yeah. real bad. And some things very justifiable. Um, She's been involved in a lot of shit. So she deserves some criticism, but I don't think crucifying anyone on the show.
2: Well, they're all um, people. And th- and yeah. that's a significant difference to me too. And, and they talked about in this episode and I know we'll get into it, but I never sit here and call someone the B word. I never say I hate somebody. I don't feel those things. I'm going to like say my thoughts on your behavior on the show. And what's been hard about this season is even Victoria F like, She really what's frustrated me the most about her is like her communication and just just like be better in that. But she's not like she's not been evil to anybody. And every
0: step of the way on this season, she again, it's not an excuse because it is frustrating. Like I've been in relationships where it's just like they go totally insane Mm -hmm. and then apologize afterwards. Like. Thanks for apologizing, but like... The damage was... This is fucking getting old, right? And like, so that's still toxic, right? Mm -hmm. When she was out there, it's just like she was laughing herself. She apologized to Peter. Yep. She didn't make any excuses. Nope. Uh, You know, she didn't totally explain the the accusations for the uh, breaking up marriages, but at the same time, what can she say that any like people aren't like you either believe her or you don't. Well, I, I don't think a, she was going to change anyone's mind in that moment.
2: I had a problem with that woman who
0: came on because so, to me, yes, her bio says public figure.
1: Oh
2: Lord. The pictures with I the roses in her family. Oh, I didn't even see. Yeah, she see went, I didn't even. Instagram she went to her. us. We, like, yeah. yeah,
0: it was her press tour and I'm sorry. Like I've, and I've said this when I, when we had Tasha on and like, I'm I'm always very critical of the ex who like,
2: coming in having goes
0: with the, and, and goes with the press well, whatever. and whatever. Well, Jed's
2: girlfriend always, was a different story. That's
0: totally, that's totally she different. She was like, I'm fucking dating this guy. I thought we were guy. dating. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but this woman, first of all, you're not even the woman who she allegedly broke a relationship up from. So we're already talking third party, second party, whatever. And you gotta bring some receipts if you're gonna make an accusation that big. What do you mean she broke up relationships? Like, that's a lot of gray area to me. Yeah. I don't know. Was the relationship party in trouble? W- was she, did she even know? that We just don't, we know so few details.
0: I've, I've heard, I've heard from some pr- producers that they, for what it's worth, they believe her. And it was like- Believe these, who? Victoria oh, F. Oh, Victoria F, okay. Um, and it was, again, to your point of grayer. it was like- uh, this person was getting a divorce. And like the classic case of I'm dating a divorced guy. He's not officially divorced. He's separated. Mm-hmm. And like and it's like, okay. You know, like it was, it was all, just something so like that to and me. So who knows? But yeah. she didn't explain herself very well, but at the same time, What's what was she she, addressing? what was What was to say to yeah. say? It was also interesting too, because it seemed very clear. bit Chris answered some tough questions they gave her an opportunity to redeem herself. And I think that's very important when you watch it, because again, like Claire, or even with me or other pe- cast members, some of us take a fucking beating sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, and again, Victoria F, this is who she is. She deserved this, but like, that doesn't mean we have a way of leaning in. Again, like the Hannah Brown could have been criticized, but, and she was, but they have a way too of being like trying to make good on you. And they, made, they gave her a platform to try to redeem herself. And I think that that's not to be missed. And that means that the producers like her as a person for whatever it's worth. I don't know if, you know, that doesn't mean she's a saint, but they, and sometimes producers will be like, I don't fucking like this person. Mm. They're, and they even, a lot of people who look good on the show, but they're just like, oh, they're, they're, and, and they come out like.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard because they're making a show, right? And the show is how many minutes out of all the hours they film. So really, I know they know these people probably, I mean, obviously right, and, way better than and we do. Sometimes
0: the producers working on the ground, so to speak, aren't in control of how things are shown, right? How so the they out, might yeah. be like, you know, that fucker looks good, but he's a terrible human being. That happened a lot. I have too. heard
2: that before. I've heard before that people that, they like because of the narrative of the show, they might come across looking better than mm. they actually are or because of how they're on camera versus how they're off camera. But I think at the end of the day, again, the tell all to me is, are you owning it, saying sorry if needed and laughing at yourself? And Victoria checked all those she boxes. Except why didn't
1: he? they address the White Lives Matter stuff?
2: I don't know. I mean, I know that she had, a, she had addressed it on her social media. Yeah,
0: and I, a lot of people were, uh, and rightfully so, a lot of people yeah. were critical of the timing. And a lot of people were critical of her of her her sincerity and i think that's fair to criticize her i Mm -hmm. guess my my takeaway was listen people who apologize for things they don't mean have a tendency of being repeat offenders so let's see you know it's kind of like she said the right things i don't know like it was totally wrong um it was not okay for her to be a part of that no um and she said she wasn't like you know it's like it's like okay and why the show didn't my guess is I think that everyone wants to move on.
2: Yeah. You know, I mean and maybe right or wrong, I don't
0: know. I understand that maybe that's not the right call.
2: Yeah. Or like what else would she say? I because she I know she apologized for it on her social media and again it was like when I interviewed Peter about that he was like, "Well, I don't know if she really meant it." I'm like, "But it's still hap-, you know, you still yeah, got she had, to address, you it, had to and address she it." And
0: yeah. I it's so we'll it's see. very sensitive and yeah. I understand if that's if her apology wasn't okay for some people that I Well, and I I, I, I have
2: I've no 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 idea. Maybe <sighs> It's it's interesting that that happened in an episode where also they did this segment, you know, right, with Rachel. So right, The Rachel Lindsay. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, so let's just touch on that. Um, I'm glad they did that. I'm glad they did Same. that segment with Rachel. I think Rachel was the perfect person to, to have um, yes. because... And as we saw with some of these uh, tweets and you were there there were a lot more and 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 some even more graphic and some of them did touch on people's uh race and and uh personal things about them that they can't change not that that's makes it more like if you tell someone to kill themselves and even if they're not a person of color doesn't make it less wrong but it's a really sad i was
2: glad that they touched on it And took a stand on it. I think they handled it in all the right ways, as you said, with bringing Rachel in, with really showing people the true disgust of what some of this is. And I just think we're all human beings here. Everybody should know the difference between I'm giving my thoughts on this fun, crazy reality show. And, yeah, sometimes I'm critiquing people and we're getting in a dialogue versus I'm saying something hateful and villainous and uh. Part of it is to do with something you can't control at all, or part of it is something where I'm telling you to harm you. Like, everybody knows that line. We all know that line. And
0: I actually loved (laughs) that your lover, Chris, um, (laughs) pointed out. Uh, He said, like, I'm not talking, when he asked the women, I'm not talking about criticism, I'm talking about hate. Because there is a difference. Like, you're going to get criticized if you go on the show. We criticize people. Of course. Uh, That's different. Like, I don't like it when, uh, and I've seen memes out there, other podcasts, just like, uh, whether it's victoria or victoria p or even sydney who we've been critical of it's just like just because you see something on the show doesn't mean you google something and say look they're a narcissist it's like no you don't fucking I know. know like people are just like i know you know we're not medical professionals diagnosing like no. these behaviors you're not a serial killer you know there's you know like some of these women demonstrated toxic behavior and we mm-hmm. can criticize them for that like Victoria F. demonstrated toxic behavior in a relationship. I don't know if that's how she is in real relationships, but that's what she showed to Peter, and it's that's fair game to criticize.
2: Right, but I'm not going to give her a mental diagnosis from this reality show that I'm watching her on, and I'm not a professional, and I'm not going to tell her to harm herself. Like, And yeah. everybody, again, should know these lines. It feels so obvious to me, but... People deal with horrible stuff like that. And it and it is it is like the one dark side of the show and I was glad that they addressed I don't it. think I, our
0: listeners are I like I do wish they had acknowledged that they hadn't
1: necessarily treated each other you're right. with kindness on the like good point. Instead of just being so victim Yeah,
0: I I didn't I I totally agree with you, Rochelle. Um there was no self awareness by the collective group mm-hmm. um, which is par for the course.
2: I don't think we had much resolution in this tell-all and I was <laughs> a little bit <laughs> disappointed yeah, in it. Like, Again, I think Victoria F was solid in the hot seat. I think that other women had moments of demonstrating self-awareness, but many of them didn't yeah. and many of them didn't come to resolutions on stuff that feels obvious to me and I did not walk away feeling like there was as much growth as I would have
0: Totally. <laughs> and I get why Sydney spoke up because one of those tweets seemed to be a direct attack at her and obviously I can't imagine what that would be like for Sydney. It just... It read awkward afterwards when she was talking about wanting to be a role model, which I think is great for her to want to do. But I think there's some other behavior that she demonstrated that it would have been good to acknowledge if she's like, you know what? I look back and like she doubled down on Alea as opposed to saying, you know what? I didn't know you, I made an assumption Mm -hmm. off of something and based off maybe on my own insecurities and I felt like maybe I picked on you uh, for really no reason other than like you were different than me. Mm -hmm. And she didn't say that and she should have said that Uh, because regardless of who she is, she's not immune to like being a bully to anyone else either.
1: No,
2: I, 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 I wish that there would have been a, hey, we're gonna go and and have a a coffee after this and talk more or
1: something. Like, it just felt – it
2: didn't feel – and I I will – I mean – the ye- the yelling, the talking over each other. I mean, like I such a Real
1: Housewives reunion. Chris is it's such a pro. There, bad. he always just I lets know.
0: him do it at first, and
2: then he's and then what? What I love is he kind of subtly invokes. Look, if you want to be on TV, this is how you do it. Because he says, "Ladies, if you if we want to, you know, we need to be able to use this, and we can't because you're screaming over each other." And it does happen at every tell, but it was really bad at this one, really bad.
0: And he let it go on a little yeah. bit longer, I think, and probably for to he knew that I needed to emphasize a point here yeah. that this is just a a collective bunch of chaos
2: it's just it it is this basic thing of you guys if you don't listen to other people why do you expect to be listened to and many women on that stage I don't think understood that they want to be listened to but they don't want to listen to other people and it was rough I took four Advil oh my gosh
0: (laughs) well uh
2: but that being said I mean again they're all human beings I think that I want to see many of these women on Paradise 100%. still. 100%. I wish that McKenna had licked her lips one more time. I, yes. I missed that moment. I want to I see
0: that. I was really, <laughs> uh, McKenna was a loser for me too. It was just like, again, no self-awareness. Yeah. Uh, it, found my damn voice. Didn't even like make fun of it. She tried to, do, yeah. And she actually tried to do more of like, more of that. How dare, I like, Oh fuck, shut up. Do you think she was licking her
2: lips
1: just to be a meme?
0: no <laughs> no i think she was probably i'm not no never mind do you
1: still remember <laughs> her speech lauren what, what? do you still remember her
0: speech
2: oh you are strong and you were no i lost it i did i memorized it real <laughs> I quick saw i recreated it from my instagram i do it every morning now,
0: I um, it now. <laughs> lauren thanks so much for coming Thank um you. i couldn't imagine having a better person to help me recap this episode oh, no. Um, it was a lot, a lot of fun. Best of luck. Um, congrats on all your success and everything you're doing over at Entertainment Tonight. And, um,
2: Can I say, I if you guys don't know about it, I do this Bachelor recap show, Roses and Rosé. Roses Rose. and Rosé. Thank you, girl. That theme song life. Um, So I'm on Instagram at Lauren Zima and please go check out Roses and Rosé. And so funny. Thank you. And you know, Nick and I have said a lot of things today, so I guess we're going to be getting some tweets and DMs, but keep it critical and not hateful, everybody. Why do
1: you hate, Taylor? I don't (laughs) don't. (laughs) like
2: Like, why are you throwing Madison under the bus I'm not I'm just questioning her appearance and or not her appearance but questioning uh, her position on the show we're having a dialogue a dialogue
0: (laughs) well uh, don't forget guys to uh, sending your reviews sending your questions and again for those of you listening we we love you tuning in for the batch recaps We are doing some great things on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, If you are a a true uh, Vile High Club member, it's a new name.
2: Oh, I love. You like that, right? I support puns so much. Uh,
0: Yeah, check us out. I think you'll be uh, pleasantly surprised. Uh, Lauren, Lauren, this is our 101 episode.
2: Congratulations. Uh, Yeah.
0: So uh, make sure to check us out on uh, Mondays Ask Nick. We do a lot of uh, relationship advice with people calling in, sharing their stories. And we have some amazing interviews uh, for you on Wednesdays uh, tomorrow Rochelle who do we have again we have our uh, on
1: Wednesday you mean
0: the lady, lady gang. gang lady gang oh,
1: oh my girl yeah. Kelsey Knight yeah
0: there yes. another
2: entertainment tonight correspondent yeah what about us do you do a segment called vile smiles where
1: you talk about positive stories god no that is not on brand
0: <laughs> on brand
1: not at all do the vile like, trials
2: where you decide if someone's yes. right or wrong
0: so I'm we, just coming ooh. up with
2: puns now <laughs> <laughs>
0: great uh, you'll have to come back for an Ask Nick episode
2: oh yes I will you
0: do the tri- you, you do complete the cycle vile
2: trials let's yeah. go
0: <laughs> alright Lauren thanks so much for coming on thank you and thank we you we will both. see you all tomorrow bye